All right, we are lit, good sir. What up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. I am Will, the host. I am Mike, the favorite host. I'm going to get there one day. You can't. <laughs> you got to leave it alone. It's so crisp. It's so crisp. Not for you. <laughs> um, Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. Thank you for joining us. We got dope shit lined up for you. Wow, cursing out the gate. That's cool. It's fine. It's completely fine. Are you... Are you just going to critique me the whole day? It was never necessary. Yes. <laughs> um, this episode, we are going to be talking about Mike's favorite comedian. Absolutely <laughs> uh, <Really> not. We're going to be talking about the, the great Bill Cosby. <laughs> He's done so much for the black community. I want to let y'all know this Will's fault. This episode, what'd you call it? Uh, Claire Huxley for life. This, this Will. Bro, Claire Huxley for life. She she rides with her nigga for life, son. <laughs> she rides with her man for life. She ride a dine out here. She ain't even getting one getting the peen. She's she <laughs> she's not even married. Anyway, go Bro. ahead. Um, yeah, man. So we're gonna be talking about his release and kind of her reaction and how people reacted to her reaction and. <laughs> It's a shit <laughs> Again, this is about cancel culture because it's everywhere. Um, we're also going to be talking about Shakari Richardson. Isn't that right, Mike? Yeah, right. <laughs> Shakari Richardson. Um, well, I I don't know if she actually is the fastest woman in the world, but she she fast. She like super fast. fast. Yeah, she was dusty. Yeah. Um, so she won't be going to the Olympics, and we're just going. Give our thoughts on that and uh, how how kind of it all went down. Um, oh yeah, I guess I got to do this. Excuse me, people. Excuse me, beautiful people. But uh, as always, we are broke boys. <laughs> so <clears throat> if you don't mind, please go go go. Please. Check out our Patreon page. Da -da -da -da. We both got more kids than Nick Cannon out here, so please, whatever support y'all can give us. Whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Cultivated Ignorance. Check it out. We got dope shit on there. Only $5. Only $5. There you go. That's all it takes. And you can join these upper echelon tiers. You can You can dip. You can really get that that piff. Right. That piff nasty. Um... It's it's kind of it's the the other memberships come come with uh, other perks, but yes, all the exclusive shit is there for you for only five dollars. Only five dollars. Um, so we got dope shit lined up. Uh, actually, Mike, I want to talk about the show uh, Netflix called. It's it's actually Lupin. It's a French show with the subtitles. Oh God! Uh, like reading about a black. It's about a black burglar. It's pretty good. What, Lupin. Yeah, it's not Lupin. Don't it's not looping. <laughs> no, that's the nigga way of saying it. <laughs> um, we're gonna be talking about hopefully we talk about that soon. Um also I want to review Loki. 
because that shit is amazing to me. I gotta catch up. I ain't. I haven't seen because no one was talking about it. So I was like, "Is shit actually good?" Like nobody saying shit about it. And then I finally started seeing reviews and stuff. So I gotta catch up. Bro, that shit. That's that's the best Marvel joint I've seen thus far on Disney Plus. I thought you were about to jump out the window over here. I thought you were about to say <laughs> best Marvel's ever done ever. Bro, I'm telling you, the last episode was like amazing. Like the last episode felt like a movie. Which one was that? Um, I can't five. tell you because you ain't seen it. No, I'm saying like the number of the episode. Was it five? Oh, it's uh, episode five, four or five. Sorry, on five. It's only gonna be six, right? It it looked like it might only be six. I hope it's eight, but it looked like it might only be six. <laughs> but on, man. it better be good because it's amazing. It's it's really amazing. Only one kind of eh episode, but mm. yeah, that's one too many. I bet the rest of them been piff. If you ain't right, man, I'm gonna talk shit on you just like I do with all the other shows. Cause you, you know, your other show ain't coming back. Um, Lovecraft. Lovecraft, yeah, I saw that. No second season. They said you're gonna give y'all niggas enough. Y'all, y'all need to sit your ass down. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, man. So check out, check it out. Only five dollars. Only five bucks. So if you didn't know, Doctor Heathcliff Huxable recently got released. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> From prison, uh, he was originally he was sentenced to a three to ten year sentence for uh, what was it aggravated incident assault? I think that's what they said. Drugging niggas and fucking them is what it was. So, anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I what happened was the reason he ended up getting released was because of uh, basically he he wasn't able to be prosecuted. In the first place, he gave his uh, a lot of the reason that he got sentenced and convicted was because uh, the testimony that he gave in a civil suit was used against him in a criminal case, which they promised. Um, and I guess, yeah, and I guess he had immunity from since that testimony came from a civil suit. Basically, yeah, it was like that was the only reason he gave the testimony in the first place because they told me it wouldn't be used against him in the criminal court. And so, yeah. like, oh, in that case, let me tell y'all everything. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, the district attorney at the time, when the when the case originally was brought to his attention, decided not to prosecute. Um, so <laughs> uh, now we sit here with Bill Cosby being out, yeah. and I think. I know I'm a little torn because it's like, damn, your rights really got violated. <laughs> but damn, you was really out here doing this nasty <laughs> shit. <laughs> damn, you was really out here, cuz. And now, uh, now on to Bill Cosby. He never admits to unknowingly drugging women. Like Wait, he what? said, I would give them to them. He never said he did it without their knowledge. No, he did say that. I, well, from what I said, I, I didn't see anything where he said he gave it to them, with, them without their knowledge. There was multiple I, times where I saw he said he gave it to them. He gave it to them to pick them up. Like, it, which is, it was a whole bunch of weird reasons. He, he called them happy pills. Like, he did everything under the sun, <laughs> but he always let them know about let them know about it. No, from what I re- remember reading, uh, there was some he did ask them, but there was a lot where he said he used his own discernment for consent. 
He said that he could engage. It's so gross, bro. <laughs> it's so nasty. He said uh, he used his own judgment as to their body language as to like if they would be cool with it or not. And and he went ahead and gave him the pills. And um did it like thing. like like slipping it in their drinks or just like handing it to him. Like he, but that's the thing, he didn't phrase it as like slipping in the drink. He said from the way the vibe was hitting. He felt like they would be cool with it because the vibe was there, and so he did it without. <laughs> without telling it's so it's one of the things that's so gross. You gotta laugh because <laughs> it's not funny. None of this is funny. I'm not trying to make this like trivial, but it's like so nasty. You gotta like laugh. It's, it's unbelievable that somebody would think this way. Right. Exactly. And so yeah, and he would acquire like <laughs> a surplus amount of these like <laughs> drugs. For real, real talk, for this very reason. This is so nasty, bro. Continue, continue, bro. So, so Bill Cosby ended up serve, serving of two and a half years, basically. Yeah. He almost got to the three-year point. Um, and a, after he got out, um, after he got out, he said... I've always made this is the funny part. Even if, even if like it's just so funny that Bill Cosby actually said, I've maintained my innocence throughout this whole time. <laughs> like, like because you got out on a technicality <laughs> meant that you like really not guilty. Like, I mean, I guess it's not technically a technicality because it was just literally just the prosecutors breaking the law. But like Yeah, but I mean, but yeah, I know just to say that this makes you innocent. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know the grossest part it was a nigga taking the picture with the peace sign up, like, like he's. <laughs> bro, bro, do you remember when he was going in, Bro, do you remember when he was going into court and he was like laughing at the camera? And I don't know if you remember this this little clip, but he was like, he looked at the camera, he was like, <laughs> "That shit was weird. That shit was so fucking weird. I don't know what that was." It was so funny because it's like, oh, this nigga really don't care. This nigga, <laughs> he knows something we don't. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give it to Bill. Like, being an 83 year old nigga and said, nah. Like, I'm gonna just do the time. <laughs> but he was like, fuck this. I'm gonna do the time. And then he was like, I'm gonna outlast this shit just so I can slap it in y'all's faces. You think that was like his whole game plan? I don't think it was his whole game plan to go to jail, but like for an 83-year-old nigga to like, cause he probably could have played out and like he probably could have played out and got like some simple conviction. Like five year probation. That would have never affected him anyway. Well, he was on that, but he was on that Robert Kraft, I got more money than y'all plan. It didn't work because he was black. Robert Kraft. Well that it, I mean it worked for the initial like you know civil lawsuit. He just yeah. ended up paying off um what's in the Andrea uh Constein, but I mean I don't know Bill man. Cosby had like a mountain of evidence against him, and he was just like, nah. Like I'm not going to admit it at all. I think that's the thing. They didn't have an in initial prosecution, they didn't have enough evidence for like a criminal prosecution. So that's yeah. why they went for the civil um lawsuit. No, I get that, but I'm just saying, like, even at the even at the criminal prosecution. Years later, the one that actually got him convicted, uh-huh. 
He was just like, even though there was like this mountain of evidence. Oh, I see what you're saying. There was obvious, like 30 women came out and said something. I see what you're saying. Like, I'm not admitting shit. Maybe because he knew somewhere some, somewhere down the line he would it would come back up that he was promised that he wouldn't be convicted off of the civil lawsuit on testimony. Maybe that's why he felt like that. I mean, I feel like that's not a down the line thing. Like, I feel like if you, I feel like most lawyers should know. And I don't know how it didn't happen earlier. And like, oh, you can. Yeah. But it had, it did have to get to the Supreme Court. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. I feel like that's a failure on his lawyer initially, but. Right. Um, but yeah, man, like most eight, most 83 year old niggas in jail would have died. Like, <laughs> that's what I feel like. <laughs> I feel like Bill Cosby was holding on to life. Right. That he could say, I told y'all I was right. That's what it seemed like now. <laughs> Niggas out here put the picture. I'm t- I'm sorry, but the picture the nigga <laughs> holding up the peace sign, like, oh, yeah, nigga, I beat that shit. Oh, well, I don't even, I don't even know. So, so, <laughs> so, how do you feel about it? That's the real question. Besides, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's like that's why I don't say shit on social media about it because it's like. This nigga, I mean, in my opinion, and anybody who has read the shit, guilty as fuck. But like, I wasn't like this whole like. I think he had to atone for what he did, but I wasn't on the whole train of like, get this eighty-year-old nigga locked up now. Like, I just didn't feel like it was worth my energy. But like, I would speak out against it if anybody asked me in conversation. But like, as far as I'm getting out, like, it's just conflicted. Like. I think the nigga's guilty as fuck, but like I'm not about to like hit the streets for like an 80 year old, 80 something year old dude to go back to jail when it's you know. Do you feel? Because like for me, like on on a certain level, I feel like he was shitted on. Like you know, the fact that you actually were supposed to be your original uh, testimony was supposed to grant you immunity, or at least it wasn't admissible in court. Yeah. Like on that level, I feel bad, not necessarily for him, but just the way the system can like roll over on you and not tell you, like not be open about what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like the prosecutor had to know that his his lawyer should have known that. Right. Um, but I feel like the prosecutor knew that shit. So do you think you can feel both ways? Do you feel like <laughs> I'm not about to defend? I think you have to. I think you absolutely have to. <laughs> yeah, feel like I'm not about to act like this nigga is not a whole super predator out here. But like at the same time, this is what we be talking about: how fucked up the justice system is. Like, yeah, I think you can feel both at the same time, and that's a weird feeling to have with this situation. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like damn, Bill Cosby got fucked. Bro, but damn, he was screwing other. He was screwing other people. He was like screwing over people. You know, it's so hard to have because like, there's so many niggas who are acting like he, like, got free because he was innocent. Like, it's so many people. And I don't even no. know if people actually believe this. Or they just... You think people actually, at this point, you think still, just other than Felicia Rashad, you think there's still a lot of people who actually think he didn't do shit wrong? Or are people just... Um, yes, I do. They just... Because... Head in, head in the sand. I don't know if it's necessarily head in the sand, but like, 
Nigga, there's overwhelming like, evidence that this nigga is a super predator. There's, there's, there's overwhelming evidence that he drugged women, yes. Um, it seems a bit back and forth on whether he did it without their knowledge. I haven't seen this discernment thing from the articles I read leading up to this conversation, to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't see where he said it was up to his own discernment. If you could find it, that'd be great. I gotta go it's, back and like I read something that. Of the, yeah, back when I was fully invested in this, that's when I back and read back and read it. But I have to go back and find yeah. it. Um, and so, <laughs> bro, the the funny part was, um, in what I was reading, it said the prosecutor asked Cosby, no, not the prosecutor, the uh dur- dur- during the civil suit, uh, the plaintiff's attorney said, uh, Mr. Cosby, have you ever ever uh, knowingly given women drugs without their use, and his attorney said, "Don't answer that." Like that's what the quote was. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what's so gross about this justice system. Like that shit can happen, and you can't. Like <laughs> you gotta stop. Like that's so weird. Don't answer that. Just, <laughs> bro. It's so nasty, bro. It makes you ugh. <laughs> feel gross. Oh my gosh. How did you feel, man? Like upon hearing the news before you got to the internet and the and the fire (laughs) shit saw that the internet turned into, like how did you feel when you first read that? Um I felt more bad for black people because why is that? Um I feel like I feel like for a lot of folks, this is just another example of like how the system can uh, violate your rights. Um, I, d- I don't feel bad for Bill Cosby at all. <laughs> like, like nigga, you only got a piece of what you were supposed to get. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but I, just, uh, I feel bad in the fact that like the system can kind of screw you over. Right. Um, so, and I feel like they mostly do it to black folks. So that's why I felt bad for black people. Um, I feel that now. With that being said, um, it really shows the ways that men can get away with shit that's kind of obvious, mm. which is pretty, pretty fucking gross. Like, you, cause you got to think like if this case is as public as it was and there's, there's, uh, a good bit of evidence against you and so many women testimonies. Um, you gotta think like, damn, this nigga should have been caught. Like, wild, ain't it? You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, so I can only imagine how many other women have to deal with foolishness like this. That's what we're talking about, man. Like, this is just a high-profile situation. Yeah, I really, me, me as an individual, I really struggle with. I, and I'm not gonna say victim blaming because I don't believe there should be victim blaming, but just in victim believability, like hmm. I I want to believe victims, but there is uh when you when you initially start out things as like a civil suit, it's hard for me to believe it, especially when it's like a high profile celebrity. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And like, I feel bad for that on one hand, but like, I feel like it's just human nature. Like, 
Oh man, you just going after his money? Like what kind of shit is that? You know, it's e- you know it's easy for people. To, it's easy for humans to imagine that someone else is lying about something happening because they can have a big come up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's because we all just kind of socialized to be constantly chasing that big come up, like the fastest way possible. Yeah. At least in America, anyway. I can't speak for other countries, but and this could be yeah. for another podcast. But I would think about that a lot, like how we all are kind of socialized. Like you just got to take advantage of any opportunity to get that like giant payoff or that like super successful social media yeah. presence, all those stuff. Like, all that, those like that by any means necessary. Yeah. Kind of mentality. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's true for most countries, but I don't live in other countries. I would imagine like France, Great Britain, all these, all these first world countries. Like I, I would assume that they're the same. I would think so. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, uh, sometimes I feel kind of bad for that, and I think like that kind of. That was kind of what was, uh, initially when it went on, that was what was kind of surrounding my thought process. Like, should I really believe these victims? I remember that shit, nigga. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> we were in speak speakeasy. And like it was me, you and preach, and like we were talking about the shit, and like we all was like, like, damn, I can't believe college you did this shit. Da 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 da. We was like, yeah. man, they can't do shit. <laughs> and like everybody else looked at Will, and Will was like defiant in that moment. He's he's a changed man now. In that moment, like I remember you being so defiant. And what's wild about the way you feel about that is, in so many of these cases, this case included the women are pressured by their attorneys to pursue the civil suit because they feel like they can't get that criminal um, prosecution. So that's what's so Do you think it's that they can't get the criminal prosecution? Or do you think it's that the attorneys get paid from the come up themselves? I think it's both. So it's more worth their time to push them for a civil suit. I think it can be either or, but I think, yeah, definitely both can play a factor. Yeah, like an attorney knows, or at least should know, when they just can't win the case, even if they feel like if you drag it out long enough, maybe. But like most attorneys know, like we just don't, we don't actually have a real fighting chance at this. So the best thing we can both hope for is a payout. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Justice, ma'am, won't be served here unless right. it's in the form of dollars. This is in the form of Birkin bags. Like, this this is what you have to hope for. So, and like I said, that's what happened here. Like, that's why she pursued the civil lawsuit because her lawyer said that we don't have enough evidence for a um actual prosecution. And she, and she lost the civil lawsuit? Is that correct? No, she won it. Oh, she won. Okay. Yeah, because he, I'm, I'm assuming because, because he, he Because he goofed. <laughs> because he gave such a raving testimony like, <laughs> like so yeah I mean but what are you doing to like kind of I don't want to say unpack because I think people use that word too much but what are you doing to correct that mindset of like just kind of like it seems like you just kind of don't believe victims right away it seems like Not saying yeah. you and, I don't, and I don't know if that's I don't know if that's necessarily the wrong way of thinking. It's uh, it can be uh, it, it can lack sympathy towards the victim, but I don't think it's necessarily what completely wrong. 
especially ask, in cases where like people so celebrities are getting sued. Let me ask this: Is it is it you jumping to not believing them right away, or you jumping to them thinking that they're most likely lying? Because that's two different things. Ooh. <laughs> Not, I would say more so not believing right away. Um, because I'm like I'm like a huge person on there's two sides of every story, yeah. and like even the, even the Megan and Tory thing, like there's two sides of every story. Mm-hmm. Like he probably did shoot that girl, but I don't know. I, did, you I know. don't remember you saying anything about that. I was wondering what you thought about that. Uh, he probably shot her, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Cause she was sitting in the front seat, you know. I, I don't know. Tori said the other girl shot her. Who knows? But Tori probably shot her. <laughs> but it's just the fact, like, I feel like, and like, I, I truly think, like, I'm a contrarian on a lot of things. Like, I just like to go against the grain, mm. um, especially like when it's something really public. It's just hard for me to believe it, man. Like, and maybe it's because I'm too invested in the character. Um, or the persona that that is displayed of certain people, you know what I mean? Um, and I also think people just really, really want to come up. So, I don't know if it's, I don't know, man. I, that's something I got to look into. I think you should, because I will say, not that I go along with these movements, per se, but that's where you get that, like, believe woman movements. That's where you get the, you know, um, any type of allegations for, towards a dude, period, means you can be side out of them forever, period. Like one of a good friend of ours said that um, when we had a kickback, she said, like, any dude who gets a rape allegation, I'm, I'm automatically side out of you, regardless of the come oh, out, yeah. you know, outcome. Yeah. Like, I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Like, you just don't know what could happen. But I will say, people seeing people with that mindset that you just, you know, you just told us, that's why yeah. that, those movements come from. It's like, so many people get abused and just assume that they're just coming on to come up, trying to get to come up. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. just sit with it, man. I think you should. I think that's something important to sit with. Because I guess not to make <laughs> it like not to make it like this kind of thing, but like I would hate for something to you know happen to your daughter and then people treat her like in a similar fashion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. That's like one of my fears with the way I think about it. Yeah. But I don't know. That's what, we're gonna have a therapist on the next episode. We're gonna sit. <laughs> we're gonna unpack. We do another J episode. Oh God! This nigga uncovering childhood, childhood trauma and shit. This nigga tells us about like how how we're really fucked up and we <laughs> expose ourselves. Yo, if y'all ain't got the Patreon, just get it for just for that. That was the that's the most candid episode we have ever done in our lives. No, it's not the most candid. It's not the most. Ca- the most candid one buried deep in the archives. Oh, no, my, we can't. Yeah, we can't talk about that one. <laughs> it's not the most candid. Only the diehards know that one. It's still out there in the, in the space, in the, in the universe. It is. It's just not promoted. It's just not. <laughs> He's a little too real on that shit. It was. <laughs> um. But yeah, man. So, um, so then Claire Huxable came to the party. He said. As soon as Bill got out. Claire Huxable showed her face. Put her whole cape on. Uh, I gotta find the tweet. Let me see the Felicia Rashad tweet. Oh, that shit was 
She was not playing by her man. Nigga, she busted her shirt open with the, the had the S underneath the shirt. She right? busted her shit open. Um, oh damn, what the fuck? Um, essentially the tweet said, "Here you go." Oh my god! Finally, a terrible injustice has. What is that? Oh god! You need these glasses. Oh yeah. All right. Finally, a terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. <laughs> Woo! It all counts, wasn't it? <laughs> Ooh, she came for y'all. Finally. <laughs> um, of course, because it's 2021, <laughs> she apologized. She apologized for her insensitive tweet. Oh. <laughs> God. I'm laughing because you can see her face like typing the tweet, like, oh thank God, this nigga got off. Like <laughs> and she just knew like niggas was gonna like you know rally behind her, like, yes, girl, yes, finally. But maybe she wasn't looking for people to rally behind her. Maybe she maybe she nigga. was just getting her shit off. Nigga, she was looking. I think she thought she was gonna be validated with that tweet. She thought Do you... yes, absolutely. Why would you what else would you post that? Because people just tweet their emotions and their feelings. You know, and she's also like 70 something. I mean, that's true. Too. Fine old, that's a fine motherfucker. She, she, she looked good. I'm gonna lie to you. <laughs> um, you might be right. She yeah, might like, the old nigga that just tweeted some shit. You might be right. Yeah, she she rescinded it. Um instantly. <laughs> because uh, can't you just stand on your bad statement? Like, <laughs> no, I don't believe in that. So that's a that's a good conversation. I don't believe in that shit. And everybody keeps saying that. Like, stand on your own too. Double down. Da 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 da. Is it that? I don't know if you necessarily got to double down, but you don't have to apologize. You don't have to comment. You know what I mean? But if you fucked up, why should you not apologize? But because maybe if you don't really view it as a fuck up, why are you apologizing? That's what I'm saying. I think she like realized, like, oh shit, I can see why they should be taken wrong. I fucked up. Let me apologize. Because it's taken wrong, does that mean you fucked up? Like, I, I feel like the world is so like just soft. No, like, you know what I mean. I, I don't know. What I think is okay. Let me put it like this. Yes, you, yes, you can be insensitive to some people, but like, I, I feel like people just look to take things the wrong way they're just so sensitive that they can't see the that they can't see it's you know not necessarily attacking them and if you feel like it's attacking you like you're you're just wrong like why can't people see that no i think it's just like knowing that you just said something out of insensitive the perfect example is when (laughs) i always bring this up when i broke up with uh, one of my girlfriends that i was with forever (laughs) (laughs) you already know where i'm going (laughs) <laughs> you already know where I'm going. I broke up with this woman. I was dating forever. The day after we broke up, <laughs> it wasn't even the day after. It was the, it was the week, nigga. It was the same difference for me. I was I was fucked up. Oh no, it was the day after you you broke up with her, and it was that night we went to work. Yes, there you go. Yes, that's it exactly. Even it. a full day. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even a full twenty four hours. I went to work. <laughs> I went to go clock out. And Will was my boss at the time. I was like. Hey man, I'm good to go. <laughs> hey man, I'm good to go. Will was like, nigga, what you what you in the rush? Anybody waiting for you at the house? <laughs> <What> you <doing?" laughs> 
like I didn't even, I didn't even like you didn't hit me all the way in the moment because like <laughs> you just joke like that, right? <laughs> but like when I got in the car, this nigga texted me. He was like, "Hey man, um, <laughs> realize what I said was kind of fucked up. <laughs> like you just got relationship." <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> and like I didn't even I didn't realize until you sent me that message because we'll very we'll very rarely apologize for everything anything. So I didn't realize until I got that text like oh shit yeah that was kind of fucked up to say in that moment. So like you realize it was just an insensitive thing to do even though we joke like that. You realize it was just an insensitive thing to do, and it's not like yeah. you were trying to personally like cut me down from being in this breakup. Like you just, like <laughs> but see like that's different than what Felicia shot did I feel like. I don't think it's that much different. Like, like I made a joke out of your possible misery. <laughs> which, <laughs> because <laughs> just because, just because that's our relationship. But you know, uh, uh, that well, shit. No, okay, but you know, six, first of all, sixty accusations is a lot. Of, is a big number. A woman who felt like they were violated by this man, and you knew all the people that are affected by, you know, sexual violence on a daily basis who are watching this case so, you know, so closely. Like, for you to say that, I don't think she was attacking anybody, but it was just insensitive is what I'm saying. And it's not like, like he said, it's not like he got off because he was actually innocent. He got off because the prosecutors broke the fucking law. So it's just fucking insensitive. And I think that's perfectly valid to, to, to apologize and be like, oh, shit, I didn't realize I put my feelings before all these other people It'd be one thing if she was just talking to somebody in a personal conversation and yeah. how she felt, but you put that out into the world where you have these millions of well, I don't know if she has millions of fans, but thousands and thousands of followers watching you. It's just insensitive, man. I don't think there's anything wrong with apologizing for that. All I know is y'all ain't gonna fuck with Claire Huxable. I don't care what they she already are. <laughs> they already dragged her to your aunt Viv said she gave her Oh God, don't nobody care about her. Ain't yeah. nobody care about her. They ain't even pick up your contract after the first three seasons. Why are you going for personal attacks? You just can't stop, can you? <laughs> we'll sit, get this, get this uh, difficult to work with black woman up out of here. <laughs> he wasn't playing. He was on that white time back then. He wasn't playing. He still is, but he probably is. Yeah. Um. So I guess I guess I, could, I guess I could see her apologizing, but. I I just can't stand when like people just completely like run back like the shit that they said. Like I think her statement was like I could see how it could be insensitive to sexual assault victims, da da da. Yeah. You know. But like these people who just run it back and like, oh, that wasn't what I meant, this, that, and the third. Like, say what you mean. And if you don't, if you don't, if you just just stop being bitches out here, celebrities. But are you calling niggas bitches for like initially saying something that was wrong and then I'm I'm calling niggas out for worrying about the money over there like true feelings. But are you talking about people who are actually wrong or are you talking about people who are just trying to pander to people? So I think that's what it gets mixed up. People, so people... people. people that pander to people because celebrities apologize for a whole lot of shit that they don't really, you know what I mean? I think Claire Huxley should have said, yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Just shoot her whole shit down the drain, huh? <laughs> but no, man. So you, I, I think you don't. I think she hurt a few people. 
I think um, you don't think like uh, Howard should do any type of, I guess, repercussions or anything like that. No, and I think you got to understand like you're dealing with an old ass woman. Like as fine as she is, she's still old. Like you know what I mean. But how much leeway can we give like old niggas? That's a question I struggle with daily because I've had old mentors who be dead wrong and can't be corrected. Think they can say whatever and just think that because you're younger than them that you got to respect them. I think that you got to take it on the chin and understand that they're going to be phased out eventually. <laughs> just wait for them to die. <laughs> you just check your watch. Every time they say some bullshit, you just check your watch. <laughs> I mean, you know, either people will stop caring about what they do or they're going to die. I, I can't do it, bro. If you're wrong, you're wrong. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't bite my tongue for nobody. It's okay to call out that wrongness. It's I completely agree, but like when you don't get nowhere with it, you just go, okay, I, okay, you old. <laughs> like that's what that is. It is what it is. Like, I, I feel like you can't hold them accountable. Yeah, I mean, you can hold them accountable, but you can't expect much different from somebody who's in their seventies or eighties or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, are you valid in cussing their ass out when they cross the fucking line? Oh, sure, sure. Okay, all right. We only I mean, you shouldn't because it's disrespectful to cuss anybody out. <laughs> but but if they I'm telling you, if they if they hit that line where it's like all right now you gotta get because I can't hit you because then <laughs> you know it's like assaulting the elder with it. <laughs> right <laughs> ain't no way I can twist that but I what I can do is just read you for complete filth. Yeah. Um I I also, like I feel like maybe Claire, I was about to say maybe Claire Hooks. Look at you sitting the same. <laughs> Bro, that's the best TV mom of all time. Anyways, um, one more man. Who the fuck else is it? I like. Well, it's talking about as far as like fondness and like warmness. Yeah, I see probably it. Yeah, I, it's not even close, bro. It's not even close. I ain't got the. Who are you gonna say, Roseanne? Go ahead. Absolutely. What the fuck? <laughs> I was gonna. Go. I was gonna say like, one up there. Harriet. That's what I was going like Harriet. Like I really Harriet, I, Harriet, Harriet was a little too rough for me, and they didn't and they didn't give her enough screen time either. Harriet got some screen time. She ain't get it like she she ain't get it like Claire did. I guess I don't know. They was it was all about Urkel from season two on. It was full Urkel. That is wild because he was never supposed to be that that significant yeah. show at all. That's that's so fucking wild. That's capitalism. You see that? It is. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, what was I about to say? I don't know. But um, about giving old people leeway. Yeah, man, you just can't expect much change. Like, I yeah, guess. it's okay to. And and the thing about it is like despite the the places where they're wrong, like there's still a lot of wisdom in you know other things they say. Um and also like they 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 just have a different experience of life than what we know for people, black people particularly, to have nowadays. You know I what think, I mean? Yeah, I think that's where the disconnect comes, is like we know that 
and we cherish that but they see like a lot of them seem like they don't know that they can learn from us just in a you know in the reverse fashion they can learn from us having a completely different you know way of life and now and them just not willing to succumb you know well see okay so here's my thing right so what if what if her I, and i don't know her personally but what if her experience in life is that white women lie on black men get them thrown in jail whatever uh emmett till you know a whole bunch of other situations that's happened throughout history yeah um and also that black men's rights get trampled over. Yeah. She has a more, uh, she has a more real experience with that than people of our age, people who are 10 years older than us, whatever, you know what I mean? She's seen that more vividly and, you know, on a higher frequency throughout her life. Yeah. So that might be why she's, you know, saying stuff like that and that's true for other older black people in other situations i think that's completely valid and again like i feel like most of us now would be like yes we can we can see why you would feel that way we can see you know through your experiences why you would have that mindset again i think the disconnect comes when we're trying to tell her um did you know that all those years at the same time there was a lot of women being abused being raped um, being molested, whatever, whatever, and that being swept under the table, and people like you either didn't see it or didn't want to see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and, and I mean, this can be the perfect example. Like I said, it's just overwhelming evidence, 60 something woman, and you're still like out here just like trying to just, you know, be out here blindfolded. So it's like, I can't blame people for being upset with her for her not, you know, trying to take that same approach to have empathy for a woman who may be getting abused but weren't being listened to and granted that's harder to do when you're older i get it yeah but you can't expect us to side with you you're not going to go to see our side yeah and i think nine times out of ten you're not gonna get an old person to see your side <laughs> that's what's frustrating that's so you just gotta like <laughs> okay well i'm gonna just walk away i'm gonna just walk away from you as a whole right that's a, that yeah i've done that yeah for real but I swear, man, it's so hard because like old people have so much wisdom. Yeah. But there's so much incorrect thinking in there also. Like it's so much antiquated thought process and all this other stuff in there as well. That's the hardest part about it. So I think like a lot of the times, like at least now, like we get away from like uh investing into relationships with older people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because we think they're outdated or you know, da 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 da, you know, um, mm. or they have like a incorrect way of thinking or, or whatever, you know. Are we I think so, like we don't cherish the wisdom of older people as much as we should. I can see that. I can see young people being so investing and in, invested in resisting that it's like exactly you missed the whole. I can see that. Yeah, for sure. So, anyways, Claire Huxbull, shouts out to you, girl. But sticking by your man, even though y'all ain't been married in over 30 years. <laughs> That's wild, man. Um, oh, boy. So anyways, next thing we're going to talk about is Miss Sha'Carri Richardson. Uh, this lovely lady 
Uh, let me pop this article up real quick. Um, this lovely lady uh, just competed at the World Games or whatever the shit is for okay. people. qualifiers for Olympics. Yeah, the, yeah, the Olympic qualifiers. Uh, she won that, um, and unfortunately, she got popped for uh, smoking weed or however she decided to consume it. Um, and she will not be allowed to run in the Tokyo Games. Whack juice. <laughs> whack juice. Um, it just is what it is. Okay, you say whack juice. What you mean by that? If that was such a way, it's just whack. It just sucks. Like, I love, you know, I love, I'm not, I thought I told you, like, watching that video of her running and then, you know, going to hug her grandma, nigga straight cried. Bro, I, no lie to you. Like, I loved every part of that whole clip. Nigga, it's like watching a movie. Like, bro, like, because, like, you, like, like, you started, like, she was just black as fuck. That's it. Like, <laughs> she was just black as fuck. And, like, her, like, the fucking hair, it looked like fire coming out the back of her skin. Damn, bro. Even bro, the actual was, race. Well, you know, niggas don't watch racing. At least we don't anyway. Yeah, like the actual race of her, like you know, starting out slow and then just coming back and just burning niggas, like <laughs> it just felt like a movie. And her just going straight to them stands and like you said, well, before all that, like you said, the hair and yelling at the camera and shit, talking shit to the camera, and then running up the stands and like her grandma hugging and kissing her. A nigga straight cried, bro. Like that shit was so fucking beautiful. Yeah, and then I don't know if she said it during the race. Or uh, like a couple days after, but she was like, "I'm that girl." Yeah. I was like, "Ooh, I feel that shit." Like you felt every piece. Yeah. Bro, can't nobody tell this girl what she gonna do or not gonna do. Yes, bro. I loved it all. I was and and then they told her what she wasn't gonna do, which was race. Yeah. <laughs> we just smoke weed and race. <laughs> and it's and it really sucks because like she was dealing with the death of her mom, her biological mom. And... How do you feel about it, man? like a lame but like i'm more like the rules are the rules kind of guy Ugh. i feel like such a lame by saying that um but like the rules are the rules right right that's, i guess that's why like, i'm that's stuck at like the rules are so fucking whack like the rules are whack the rules are hella whack um but they're fucking real <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was reading an article about it, and dog, like even the, even the guy who came up with the rules or is a part of the board that, you know, kind of governs the rules. Like he was like, yeah, this shit does not make sense, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Oh my gosh, um, I gotta find it. Uh, yeah, I got the article. I just can't remember what dude said. Oh. Um, but yeah, man, dude was like, "There's, there's no evidence that marijuana should be on this list at all." It was, Bro. It was he's. I think he said it was more so, uh, like influenced by the the countries, not even the athletic commissions of the countries, just the countries themselves mm. wanting marijuana on the list. Um, it's fucking goofy. <laughs> That's fucking goofy, bro. Like, 
to read like I think the because what it was it was at the the um whatever thing is it can't violate one of the three standards of the anti-doping agency which was it can't be performance enhancing it can't um be detrimental to the the athlete's health and spirit of the sport and the spirit of the sport thing yeah and it's like um it just doesn't it just doesn't make any sense and I guess what I'm most What's been in my head is, does she even, like, really, is she even that pressed about it? Because she doesn't seem like she is. She seems like she's set on just coming back next year and just showing out. I feel like, I feel like, I'm going to be like Biden, like, she handled it well. But, like, what else can you do? Like, I think, so this is why I'm conflicted at. I think if she, she one thing, she could have filed an appeal. I think she filed an appeal and like rallied to be like, yo, this shit is dumb. Um, this shit is an outdated rule. Yeah, I violated it, whatever, but it's an outdated rule. I think with her and the whole country like rallying behind her, I think she could have like pushed to like have something that maybe not maybe not this year, but something done in the immediate future to have that rule removed. I, th- I think with it being as big as it is, this will be gone by next year. You think so? I think so. Cause like everybody's thinking like I haven't seen anybody who's like this is just I haven't seen anybody who's not thinking this is stupid. Yeah. Right. Like everybody in the world. Um there's there's no I've seen nobody on the oh man, she violated such and such. Like, right, she's, like she's really got she's really a problem. Well you I know? will say I'll say I seen some seen some bullshit of and this is why I partly I think she's not really pressed about it. I've seen a, a lot of little black commentators saying like she deserves black commentators, it. did you say? Black commentators, just okay. like random black niggas commentating on shit. Saying like she, you know, needs to be punished to the fullest extent. She should be ashamed of herself because she basically embarrassed black people. Like she was representing black people and she let us down. And it's like, <laughs> nigga, that thing that's so that's what we don't really take into account because she literally went from just like a 21 year old just running super fast to an overnight sensation and all these black people looking at her as like you're our savior in the olympics like that's a lot on the mental and you just lost your mom like that's a whole lot on the mental so yeah. to hear people saying like you know she was an embarrassment to black people and all this stuff like that like i think she's like man i don't even need and then i started to dig up like her old tweets where she's apparently said some like homophobic shit when she was a teenager or whatever who so doesn't say part homophobic part. shit when they're a teenager? <laughs> right. <laughs> Who doesn't? So you can already see that coming up. So I think she was just like, you know what? Like, I'll see y'all next year, bro. <laughs> like, I I, I want to know if she, like, had the thought process in her head of, like, okay, like, yeah, I'm, I look like this. Like, this is the way I wear myself. If I start wilding out about this, like, what will people say? I'm sure I went through it, like. You think so? I'm sure it did. I don't think... You don't, don't think that influenced her decision as to how she proceeded? I don't... See, I don't think it would stop her. That alone would stop her because she seems so unapologetic already. Like, she seems so... Yeah. What, yeah. You know what I mean? So... Oh, no. I, just, I just know, like... Damn, like, it's so... Our, black People don't care about men as much. Um, especially for the way we just hold ourselves, 
but like the the way black women are scrutinized for like the hair and the nails and all that other stuff. God, that shit's tough, bro. I'm like, right. That shit is tough. Like, <laughs> damn, you just want to have some long hair and nails. Like, that's not- <laughs> so wild. Hey, so, bro, oh my God. <laughs> I got pissed. I got pissed. What happened? Instantly peed off. So, I was playing the game with some people, and I ain't going to tell you who these people were, but you probably already know. I like I played the game with some people. One of them was white. I know who it is. Man said, I was talking about the Shakira Richardson thing. He said, I was like, yeah, man, you know, she got suspended or whatever. Da, 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 da. He was like, I mean, I mean, if you look at her, you know, I mean, you'll know she don't give a fuck. I would have punched oh, the microphone. I was like, so he says, hold on now. Just, just stop talking. <laughs> just stop. stop, just stop. We ruined a whole game night. <laughs> And this is the shit we be talking about. This is shit that comes with being black. Like you gotta just stop black people, because you're gonna ruin the whole fun time we was having. Just, just don't it. Just, just stop talking before I get super pissed. And I can't like, play with you no more. And like he tried to validate it. <laughs> like he tried to like give his reasoning behind it. I was like, just stop talking. I don't want to hear it. Uh. But it, it just, I guess. <laughs> That showed that, like, even the even the white people you think are coolest, and it's not just white people. Um, even the people you think are coolest judge people off like the dumbest shit. Like, oh, so she got long hair and nails. That means she don't give a fuck about nothing. That's I what, mean, she, I mean, she, I mean, she is in stellar shape, and she does uh, all that stuff like killing people in competition. That's what I'm struggling with. I'm like, I'm happy you said not just white people, even though that shit is a whole aggravation by itself, but. That's what I'm struggling with with black people. I'm noticing the elitism in black people who have, how we call shit ghetto so quickly or yeah. like write people off as like, ugh, like, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I was telling people I was looking at like houses or whatever and mm-hmm. they just automatically started telling me like, go to a, you know, go to a suburb, go to a suburb, go to a cul-de-sac, go to a cul-de-sac. And it's like, I know by your language what you're saying without saying it like you're saying surround myself with white people is what you're trying to tell me like so do you think what that that's that's what that meant because for me having a different experience i i think of cul-de-sacs is safer because it's an enclosed street i think it's that and also like i don't think most people envision a cul-de-sac full of black people when they say suburbs or cul-de-sac i don't think most people envision that you sure you're not projecting because i feel like i don't feel like that at all when people say suburbs you think they're talking about a black suburb I mean, well, people from around here, all all the suburbs I know are black. Cause I went. I'm talking about in general, generally speaking. I guess yeah, you probably think suburbs are more white, upper middle class. Not saying you wouldn't think any black people are there, but you're thinking like it's gonna be mostly white people, and it's gonna be mostly safe because of that. I don't know if I believe that because I feel like white people are gentrifying downtown. Now, yeah, yeah, that's true too. So, like, I, I have a, I have a completely different thought about suburbs. I feel like suburbs is where you push all black people out after you tell them that their homes are worth nothing, and then you go back and move into them, and you make them worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's what you think of when you think of the suburb. 
I, I think of suburbs as places white people push black people out to. So yeah, that's kind of what the value thinking. of black people's homes. That's kind of what I'm speaking to. Like, so you you're thinking I imagine poor black people being out in the suburbs, or at least lower middle class black folk being out in the suburbs. Maybe, I mean, maybe because we kind of know, I mean, your mom's a you know, she she sells houses and shit. And we also and we also went to Ridgeview, which is like suburb central. Right. Like, I think that's, I think that's, but I think in general, I mean, we can ask other people, but I think in general, when people say, it's like the ongoing joke of like moving to a neighborhood, if it's a, if it's a gated neighborhood, that's like, you know, yeah. it is clean, ain't no shit on the streets and nothing like that. Like it's, it's for the white people. Like, I think that's the general consensus of what most people think. And you think of the hood, like, it's you know, a friend that will say ghetto all the time. And ghetto I said, niggas. Like when you hear the word ghetto, like you do you ever think of white people when you hear the word ghetto? No, nah, even, even I think of black people when I hear the word ghetto. <laughs> like, it's just the language, man. And yeah. stuff like that, what she said on the mic. That's what that's the worst part about the thing, the whole incident with the, the game, the dude on the game that we both know. Yeah. Like, if you tell them to shut the fuck up, like it's like as soon as they start talking, that's like, damn, now nah, I know you one of them now. That we thinking <laughs> bullshit. Even if you don't finish your sentence, like I already know what you think about. I know how you think, so like I'm already kind of uh, about you now. Like I was like, that. <laughs> it's fucking whack, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, so you like broken up about it, the Shakari incident? You broken guys- up about it because like I don't too much care. I'm not really invested in the Olympics. Yeah. Um. And there's and there's hella other black women that are part of uh, the the Olympics this year. Mm-hmm. That's like featured. Um, so I I'm not too bust up about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, before like the whole run she did, like I didn't know who she was, so I can't say that I'm too invested in it. All right. Uh, it just it just sucks that like such an antiquated thing is stopping somebody from like achieving their dreams. All right. At least on this Olympic stage. So, but you, you know, know, like I think it will. I would hope it will be gone by next year. That rule. I think it will be. I don't know about next year, but I don't think it'll be a thing in like the twenty twenty four games. Probably right. Yeah. Um, All right, man. You know, there's a lot of other sports that's like stop doing weed testing and marijuana testing. I'm saying because it just doesn't seem to. It's not enough. It doesn't have an effect on like competition. And I will say it's it's bad enough. <laughs> it's bad enough knowing like so many a disproportionate, disproportionate amount of black people have been locked up for weed, and now like these states are legalizing weed and getting rich off the shit. So like on oh, top aggravating. Yeah, like on top of that, for to have something like this happen, it's like yo. It's like a slap in the face, man. <laughs> hey, no, hey, no lie. Every time I, I, every time I think about or hear about um, either black people getting out of jail uh, on uh, marijuana-related charges mm-hmm. uh, based off of antiquated laws, or whenever I hear about the opioid epidemic uh, being a being a health problem now, bro, bro, I'm like. Okay, so okay, so if I got to trade niggas being in jail for some petty weed charges, 
and I get white people suffering on this <laughs> opioid epidemic, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Cause like, damn, it's fucked up, man. Oh, so oh, so oh, so now this should affect white people. Now it's just a health crisis. <laughs> so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Fuck a stop. Oh, crack. Oh, oh, but crack. Y'all niggas is a problem. Oh, <laughs> y'all, y'all is the problem. Well, the fact that um, Reagan's dude was it, who was it? His secretary admitted that they was planting crack on people back in the day. Come on, son. Cause nigga old as shit, and he's just like, right, yeah, like by the way, yeah, we was, yeah, that bullshit was bullshit. Like, <laughs> fucking slap in the face, revolution, baby, let's do it. Do you, so do you, well, this is like oh, super. This is like super. Um, not on subject. Mm-hmm. Do you want the opioid epidemic to be worked out? <laughs> oh, <Or> do you? <laughs> that? <laughs> I mean. A black panel. Do you want the opioid epidemic? <laughs> no, that'd be good. But, ooh, that'd be good. <laughs> um, damn, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a real ass black question. <laughs> I'm torn, but I think I I think I'm good on it. Like let it let it rage on, baby. <laughs> let it rage on. We know. Okay, well, that might be the next podcast. I'll talk to you about that this show, but. I'll say this real quick and to answer your question. I mean, I don't want to see anybody suffering. And this is how this is how white people, like regular white people, suffer from racism too. Because part of the reason the opioid crisis is a thing, because is because for white people specifically, it's because race. I mean, I'm sorry, medicine has been racialized for so long, and so many black people weren't believed on our pain that we weren't really be being prescribed like opioids like that the way we needed to. But like white people were getting them in abundance and it's so wild how that shit has flipped on them now and it's yeah. now literally killing them. Um, but yeah, I don't mean, I don't wanna see nobody suffer, but like, I do think suffering does change. <laughs> so I don't care. I don't care about the suffering aspect as far as like, I want the whole race to suffer. Like I want, the... <laughs> and like it's, <laughs> and like it's not like I'm gonna get some like uh, personal gain from it. It's just like I, you know what? Y'all didn't give us the same credit as y'all want given. Right. So it's like fuck you. It's like fuck you, just like y'all did to us. Yeah, that's that's how it feels. Like y'all work it out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> y'all figure it out, man. That's why that's a good that's a that needs to be a panel episode. Bo, because write that shit down. The Bo. I'm I ain't got no sympathy for him. All right. Um what else? Yeah, Shikari, baby. I'm sorry you had to go through that. It's whack. I don't think she's brokenhearted about it. it Seems like she's at peace with it. Um, what do you think? What do you think about Joe Biden putting his little Two cents <laughs> I like how she's handling it, but the rules are the rules. Ah, uh, uh, makes me feel gross. Like it feels like a, you know, what it feels like it feels like a a cop like walking in on like a black person that can like kill a white person for their own self defense, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like 
I mean, it's a fucked up situation, but I gotta check you, I gotta take you downtown just in case or whatever. And like they end up getting booked and shit, and the next thing you know, they incarcerated. Like it just feels it just feels like this feels gross, man. The whole thing feels gross. Yeah. And it really just shows you how they just make rules to benefit those in power. Yep. Is what it is. All right. So, anyways, we are going to get to our thirst of the week. We done, right? Yeah. Yeah. We can episode. All right. Cool. 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 So, this week, our thirst of the week is. Oh, let me get to the screen. (laughs) Our thirst of the week this week is Miss Alexis Nicole, aka Black Forager. Let's give some claps in the chat for Black Forger. Yeah. I'm the chat. Uh, uh, she's from Columbus, Ohio. She is a vegan, and uh, she she basically forages her own food to uh, to make like a lot of different foods. So like, you'll see her pull like mushrooms off of trees, and see her pull seaweed out of the ocean. And do like a whole bunch of different things. She's really, really funny. Um, she does it in a really funny way, and she'll like kind of explain to you how to make them. Um, you can catch her on Instagram at Black Forager. Um, she's got a, I think she's most TikTok famous. Um, she's got one point six followers. Yeah, right. She out here on TikTok. Um, you can catch her on TikTok at Alexis Nicole. Uh, Nicole with a K. Um, she got a Twitter. She's out here popping. I, I would love to have her on here because she is, bro, she's like one of those black people who's just like, she's different and she knows it and she leans into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's, and I think that's really, really dope. Me too. Uh, so yeah, she's, she's hilarious. Check out her, check out her page. Uh, Mrs. Alexis, Alexis Nicole, excuse me. Uh, this is her she's making seed. <laughs> she's so funny. Um, but yeah, man, check her out. She she's really really dope, and we need more different black people uh, being featured in different things. We need more black people who just that's right, Mike. Huh? Because yeah, we are not a monolith, right? Exactly. But I will say, like, I I love when black people are like naturally different, and they just happen to be popping versus like black people trying to be different so they can be that token black person that's different. Right. Um, it's a very thin line, but no, she's very dope. Please check her out. Yeah, Alexa Nicole on uh TikTok and Black Forager on Twitter and Instagram. There we it is. We love so, to see it. Yeah. Um yeah man thank y'all for joining us. Yeah thank y'all for this conflicted episode of emotions. Yeah. <laughs> so, um yeah man we'll be back at y'all in two weeks. Yep. Two weeks. Countdown. I'm not gonna miss my favorite <laughs> Then your whole face, like, <laughs> the whole left side of your face dies every single. You can't even make the sound. I got the Conway face. Just <laughs> we are... we're done. See y'all never. Oh, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Uh, good music coming up. Very good music coming up. Snow Allegra's dropping an album on the ninth, which will already be out by the time this is uh, shown. And Vince Staples' album, I believe, comes out on the sixteenth. If you haven't heard it, go check out Law Averages. Song is fucking ridiculous. Production is amazing. 
and it only has two million hits on Spotify. So it's really disappointing. When is um um Lover Boy coming out, man? Who knows, bro? Who knows? Like, who's he holding his album for? <laughs> like, bro, I get. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe him and Kendrick are gonna be like, all right, we're gonna do the Fifty Cent and Drake thing. Oh my God! We'll see who does more numbers. Now that one, if they both do an album on the same day, I don't know who to call. I'm not putting bets on nobody. That'd be good as fuck. <laughs> I would love to see that. I think it would all depend on the single, but um, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Good music coming up finally. I'm finally, yeah. Please, I've been listening to local artists lately who've been killing it lately. But um, I'm looking forward for more mainstream. Did you check that uh Moncami album out yet? I did. I enjoyed it. I don't think I liked it as much as you, but I enjoyed it though. Boy, that shit was that shit was ill, boy. When he said I make Meghan Markle hop out to join and get the Duchess, I was like, oh, this guy can rap. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Did what's I do the beats or something? I don't know. He was all through that album. Yeah. So I feel like. So I feel like what Westside did with that album was what people wanted Jay to do with the Jay Electronica album, mm. which was like be here and there, but not all over the place. Because <laughs> I, I think that's what you and Ben said was like a major problem for y'all, right? On the album? Yeah, it didn't feel like a Jay Electronica album at all. It felt like a Jay and Jay Electronica album. Yeah. So, but anyways, dope music out right now. Um, oh, what'd you think of the Tyler album? Before I be done with this, I liked it. Niggas is overhyping it, in my opinion. I really liked it because I like, you know, I've been like Tyler, but um, Nick like is like crazy, huh? I, I like new Tyler. That's what everybody says. Like, nobody was with me when we was down here burning schools and, <laughs> and talking about <laughs> all kind of crazy shit with Tyler. But I, I thoroughly, I think, I mean, he's a genius. But people are jumping out the window, calling it the classic and all kind of stuff. I think it's just like people ain't used to this type of hip hop, but. I, I liked it a lot. I think he's he's definitely full full in his like nigga. I'm making money now. Like I'm <laughs> like all the way. Like just. yeah, you actually liked it. I loved it. See, I didn't think he would ever. Cause I remember when I first tried to put you on Tyler, you was just bro. Like, like <laughs> I don't know what happened, happened, but like ever since uh, what's the flower joint? Flower oh, boy. Flower boy, yeah. Yeah. Um, turn ever since that, well, I've been riding the wave because turn everybody. I don't care if the nigga gay. I don't care if he bi. I don't care if this nigga talking about weird stuff. This nigga is nasty with it. Dude, do you ever listen to Wolf? I probably listened to it and not liked it. Wolf was like the turn. Like that was like Fall Boy took him all the way off into his new bag. Yeah. But Wolf was like the turn of like, all right, I'm just, I'm done talking about rape a woman in the in the swimming pool and shit like that. Um <laughs> check out Wolf then if you look like that. But yeah, it's I mean, his production game is insane. First of all, but yeah, it is. Um, and I think I think what he did best on his album was like made like he he really made me appreciate NBA YoungBoy as like an artist. <laughs> really, bro? Like NBA YoungBoy's verse on that song no, he, is he fire. Did he did his thing. <laughs> that showed his range, like as a as a rapper. Um, and man. Tyler's that nigga, man. Tyler's that nigga, man. I'm about to cry in this bitch. Man. The last point, that's what I love about hip hop. It's like good rappers can make like to bring the best out of like rappers that seem mediocre, but you know they got talent in there. Yeah, yeah. I think you see that with like um Lil Baby for me is like the perfect example of that. 
This nigga, is, this nigga kills everybody. He's killing all these guest features because I think he knows like I gotta like you know I'm on a, I'm on the track with Drake. I'm on the track with Schoolboy. I gotta do a little bit of yeah. And he steps yeah. up to the plate. Like that's what I love about hip hop. I absolutely love that. But yeah, check it out, y'all. Call me if you get lost. Fire in his flames. Um, yeah, we'll see y'all two weeks from now. Peace, peace, peace.